the what I don't want is hair is people to quit being hairstylists. Right. Because they're stressed and they don't and they're not building. So they're like, this isn't for me. I'm just gonna go get the second job and then slowly just start doing more of the second job or just quit altogether. So um this is a great conversation to keep hairstylists in the biz. Welcome to the Messy Hairstylist Podcast. I'm Kelsey Morris. And I'm Abby Warther. Whether you are a mess literally or figuratively, we are here to help you take imperfect action to find your success as a hairstylist. Abby, have you ever been a waitress? I've never been a waitress. Never? A bartender? No. I uh, was a retail girly. What about a barista? No, I would. I, that's what I would do if I re- ever retire. Like have a coffee shop or work at like Starbucks? Work at Starbucks, totally. Starbucks has got some perks. Let's just say I that. Know. Okay. I know. Well, I was just curious because it relates to our next topic. Mm-hmm. Now, I know this is hard to believe, but um, I was an exceptional waitress and bartender. Yep, it's I was. not hard to believe. I can see you slinging drinks <laughs> and buttering them up and really getting just those Just talking, oh, doing what yeah. I do. Yeah. So when I was first, when I was in hair school, and then when I first started uh, working independently, I worked as a hairdresser or as a hairdresser and a waitress and a bartender. Um, so I was doing two different jobs. Um, and I found it to be very helpful because it was put me in a good social setting where I was able to talk about what I did for a living, what, you know, I do hair, come see me. People like, oh my gosh, your hair is so pretty. Like, oh, thank you. You know, and it, it was a great way. However, I also think that there are times when having a second job, um, when you are trying to grow your business can limit you in that growth. So today's topic, I'd like to talk about the pros and cons of having a second job as a hairdresser. While you're building. While you're building. Yes. Yeah. I think that this is a very real topic. I This is something I've actually seen. I've had some questions about it. I've seen with, from people I know that either think when they're building and maybe stressing because building equals stress, right? Who's who's right. feeling good in the building phase? Nobody. Um, and the question is, is do I need to get a second job just for, for finances? And I've also seen seen hairstylists get the second job. So I do think it's a great topic because I think that there's pros and cons. Um, but I also, like when you're telling your story about starting out like that, what was your life situation? Were you... I was in the struggle bus. Yes, but I like had, how like, old were I was you? driving it. How, yeah, old, so how I was, old were you? What was your life situation? All that. Yeah, background. I was 23. I had a new baby. Um, he was probably about one. I was making very little money. I had to pay for childcare. There was like, for me, it wasn't an option. I worked as a waitress so that I could pay for daycare for that when I was in the salon to be able to afford to be at the salon to build. So it wasn't an option. Oh my gosh. I just, I mean, if that's not stress on stress on stress. Oh yeah. No, sometimes I wonder like, wow, how did you manage that one? I I know. But sometimes I think being younger, you're just like, I got to do it. This is all I can do. Yeah. You know? And thankfully you you had some energy, but not that much since you had a one-year-old. So, okay. You've experienced both. Um, I 
when I started out, I did not work a second job um, because, and let me tell you why I didn't do this. And it was a very conscious, very difficult decision because I was dirt freaking poor. So poor. Um, when I went to college for four years and then dropped out. Yes. I m- mm-hmm. went through four years and dropped out. You never graduated? Fifth- you didn't get no, a degree? I, I should have been a fifth year senior, but I was miserable. I hated it. And then I, the light shined on a hair school and I was like, that's what I'm going to go do. So I did. I dropped out completely and went to hair school. And um, the reason, and even when I went to hair school, I didn't work. I had a little bit of money, but not much. And that was difficult. So from hair school into my first year or two of doing hair, I was absolutely dirt poor. And I definitely had the decision to take that second job because I'm a worker. If I could have seven, Mm -hmm. I kind of have seven jobs now, right? Right. The reason I didn't is because maybe this is where my perspective comes from. When I was in college, I worked a ton. I was a retail girl. I worked at a, at the mall. I worked at Express and I worked my way up there. I was managing the back room. Like I loved it. I wanted to go to work more than I wanted to go to class. And that's why I struggled mm-hmm. in college. So when I went to hair school, I said to myself, I am not, I'm not someone who can like do those two things and try to excel at both. Right. So I, I made a vow to myself that I wouldn't do that again. So I experienced the dirt poorness of not doing the second job, but you know, you had a one-year-old baby. I didn't. And so I had that opportunity. Wasn't married yet. had no kids yet. So it was just me that I had to worry about. So I think this is an interesting topic, the pros and cons of both, because as you guys can tell with us, we never believe that there's one linear way, but it's just think about what's your situation, what are your circumstances, and what's your past history? Because we both have different past history. And what are are the options? You know, what are your options? I feel like a lot of times you know, when you feel stressed in these situations and you don't know what the options are. If you're like me, when I feel like super stressed, I almost like shut down and like can't work through like how to get to the next step. So I think this conversation is important. Well, and that's what I was going to say that what I don't want is hair is people to quit being hairstylists. Right. Because they're stressed and they don't. And they they're don't not know building. What to do. So they're like, this isn't for me. I'm just going to go get the second job and then slowly just start doing more of the second job or just quit altogether. So right. um, this is a great conversation to keep hairstylists in the biz. Okay. Let's yeah. go through pros and cons. Okay. So I think our first pro is what I was starting to say earlier about the fact that, and I do recommend this often to um, newer stylists who maybe have just come out of hair school or moving to a new city or starting independent, they have to rebuild completely. I think a good way to market yourself in a social setting in person is to have a second job in some kind of service industry, whether it's waitressing, bartending, retail, where you can be a physical advertisement of good hair. Um, and and talk to people and start to get to know people. I can't tell you how many clients I got in the early days from working in a, in that type of setting. People, you know, just get to chatting. What do you do? Oh, I'm actually a hairdresser. Oh my gosh, I would love, you know, that kind of stuff. So I do think that is a big pro when it comes to having a second job. Well, and also to that point, I think that whether you're having the second job or you've just had the experience of having another job before getting into the world of hairstylist is that experience of the customer service of waiting tables. 
right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I worked retail all of those years, working with people in that sort of customer service setting and learning how to work with people because that's a huge part of what we do, doing everyone's hair. And I've worked with enough stylists through the years who've never had another job in their life. They got out of school and they went straight into doing hair and that's their first job too. And that yeah. is never, never a oh, good. That's hard. That's a that's wake hard. up call on wake up call, right? Yep. So I think that whether it's a second job or not, having those experiences is, is very important before becoming totally a agree. Totally agree. So what we would have be this. Con- oh, go ahead. Sorry, just off topic. We have this um, really sweet 17 year old assistant working with us right now. She is in hair school and then comes in and assists us for hours. It's She's so sweet. And like, you look at her and you're like, wow, you are a child, but she's so mature. And I was talking to her yesterday in the salon and she's like, yeah, well, I have three jobs. I'm like, you have three mm. jobs? Because she was talking about how she loves oh, to go no. shopping. I'm like, where are you getting this money? Like, what is going yeah. on? Like, she's like, no, I have three jobs. And and like that, it, she's so good in the salon because she's so motivated and has the work ethic and has understood how to talk to people and how to handle people and, mm-hmm. and these social settings. So I do think that is like so important, but yes. So okay. What's important. a con? Yes. Tell a me a con, con to Abby. that. A con to working another job like that is what I experienced when trying to work a job and go to college was it's going to take time away from you actually building your business as a hairstylist. And you had mentioned this earlier, taking away the availability, we've had we had a episode about that a couple episodes ago. Like, how available should you be right. when right. you're building your clientele? So, it that's a hard one because what if you know what I think I was nervous about and why I didn't work another job while starting at my first salon was, well, what if they those types of jobs? At least in my experience, I'm sure waitress jobs were like this too, where they will like want you to come in real quickly. They want to add you days. You don't get your schedule until last minute. Exactly. So you're more at the mercy of that job than one that you want to make your career. So for me, that's what made me nervous is like, I couldn't live that life anymore. I need to, that's my personality. I needed to hyper-focus on this thing, my main goal, because I would get distracted too easily. And then knowing that I get overwhelmed and I would shut down and then I never went to class in college. And that's why you dropped dropped out. out. It's okay. It's all right. It wasn't for you. It turned out okay. It turned out out great. Turned out great. Yeah. I um, would like to nail and, and drive home this concept of what we mean by it takes time for you to build your business. And what we're talking about is not necessarily just being at the salon in the in the chair. To be, if you are independent and you are trying to build a clientele, even if you're commission-based and you want more clients, like it's up to you to market yourself. So Abby, like I think it's important for us to explain to them like what that actually looks like. What could yeah. you be doing in your time with your time that. rather than that. working a second job? What does that mean? Yeah. So for okay, you, what did that, that mean? To be um, building in the salon. Yes. Yeah. Well, and so like, what would you have done when we say it takes away time from marketing and growing your business? Yeah. Well, with I besides would, talk, just being in the salon and waiting, what yeah. what else could you be doing? For sure. So I can't say for how it was back then because it was a different world and we didn't um, do social right. media marketing back then. But if it were you know, today, then what that would mean is I would be really working on three different things. This is what I have found. 
Yes. Tell us. You have to have something that you are very good at skill-wise. Um, I don't think that anyone should really be specializing right out of the gate, but what's something that you really want to focus on with marketing yourself? Um, maybe you're very good at color or haircuts or um, blonding, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be super niche down like painted balayage or French haircutting, but um, find that thing that you're good at and get better at it. Keep practicing it. So you, one, we have to have our skill set super strong. So make sure that while you're building and you don't have clients in your chair, you're either working on mannequins, you're taking online classes, you're doing something, right? Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. go flat with that. Then the other part of it is we need to make sure those few clients that we have in our chair, we're knocking it out of the park. So what yeah. does that look like? Are we emailing them every week and just talking about what uh, we're doing in the salon, what we're excited about, what kind of services they can book, um, getting, making sure we have our systems down to pre-book people, um, you know, all the, and getting referrals, those, those types of things. And then the last thing is then focusing on your marketing on your social right. media I th- and I, on your brand, on think, your website. Right. That is uh, marketing is like a full-time job in itself. And so it's if you could, puzzle, it is a big piece of the puzzle. So mm-hmm. If you had some of that time to really focus in on your marketing of yourself, whether it's on social media, um, posts, reels, all the things that like, you know, behind the scenes, get, getting creative with videos on TikTok and apparently TikTokity stitches that you were talking about, things that, I mean, there are so many ways to do this, but there's also the old school way, which I love the old school way, which is you have a couple hours of downtime, you print out postcards with like a first first time discount for clients new clients accepting new clients and you literally walk neighborhoods and put that in their mailboxes i am telling you it sounds ridiculous but i have done it and it works okay so, does it does it work because works. i've never done that um i had a boss that made me go walk around um to businesses and hand out my business card and I'll be honest, I was mortified. I was so nervous. Oh, it's horrible. I'm, it's I know, awful. that's terrible. I don't know if I would want to do that. What I did was print out postcards, like on Vistaprint. And I remember like taking my kid, like Claire, when we moved back to Columbus, I had to start over. Like I just put her in a stroller and I'd walk, I'd go to a new neighborhood that was close and I would just put it in people's mailboxes. Just put it in oh people's God, mailboxes. Walking down the street. You're such a hustler. You're a hustler. Yeah. You know, I, you I are. That's hustle. that's. I love that because here's what these examples are. Like, here's what Kelsey did. She's like, I got to go out and get it. I'm going to make this Mm -hmm. happen for me. And you have to do things that are maybe a little unexpected like that. Or Mm -hmm. um, because like, what if it doesn't work? What if it does? Right. Well, if it doesn't work, I wasted 20 bucks on postcards and some time. Exactly. Exactly. And my daughter got to go out for a walk. Yeah. So So she was excited. I love that because there are stylists who are building and they just feel so lost and stuck and they don't even know how. So they get stuck and they do nothing. You just literally did everything. You're like talking to everybody. You're just out there making it happen for you one client at a time. And that's what it takes sometimes. And is it scary? Yes. Is it always going to pay off? No, but what else are you going to do? Just sit around? Right. So I think it's important to understand that, you know, when we talk about what it takes to grow a business, it's not necessarily just like sitting in the salon and like waiting for clients to come. It's, it's like, you can do other things, 
now I understand that these things might not always be available to you. Like you might not always be in this financial situation that you're able to waste a day walking around and putting postcards in, which which leads me to my next pro of having another job. And that's to reduce financial stress. So like if you are a stylist and Abby was telling me a story, but like of a, a, it's kind of similar to where I was a single mom who needs, who needs to have income to count on and they're growing slower than they want to. And they have to like pay bills. Okay. Mm -hmm. These things happen. They need to have a second job. So they go work at sports clips because they know they can count on. Well, imagine how nice that feels to take a deep breath and be like, no matter what I'm getting paid, there's going to be food on the table. I'm going to pay my bills and it's going to be okay. And how much anxiety that takes away so that you can also continue to grow your business independently. Totally. Because, and that's when we're, when we talk and we say you have to assess your own situation because where I didn't get a second job, I was just single, not married, no kids, just me at 21 years old, right? That's a whole different story. But if, you know, if somebody is in a place where they are supporting other people and it's not just about them, then you have to make decisions. And if the stress, the financial stress is so much, like stress is such a terrible thing for us. So terrible. And especially financial stress. Like there's nothing, what's more stressful than that, right? Can I buy food? Can I can I pay for the place to live and all these things? Like, so you need to, if that's where you're at, then yes, you need to get the second job. Take some of that stress away. And then maybe you can compartmentalize. Okay, here's my job where I'm making money so that I can grow the career mm-hmm. that I want over here as a hairstylist. So that five years from now, I don't even have to think about a second job. Right. So Abby, what what can we do today? to help our current situation, whether you, if you are wanting to build your and grow your business, you're considering a second job, you're not exactly sure what's something you can do today, right this second to invest in your independent career instead of getting a second job. Oh my gosh. That's a tough one. Nothing's going to just grow on the money tree and come out of nowhere. Right. Um, if, that were if I were in that situation today, what I would do is take a hard look and be like, what can I do? What opportunities do I have? Where can I maximize the clients that are on my book the most? And sometimes it's just a matter of getting scrappy. Maybe it is passing out postcards. Maybe it is talking to every single one of your clients and saying, hey, I am really looking to build and I want more clients like you. Clients love to refer. And if we're not actively telling people that we are building and we're just shouting it from the rooftops, then we aren't going to build quickly. So sometimes we have to take uncomfortable, imperfect action, do some scrappy things, be a hustler like Kelsey, and start making it happen. And you'll find whatever point in your businesses that you're trying to grow, that you will have little wins. And then those little wins start to snowball. And then you'll wake up one day and be like, it's happening. I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. It's never going to be overnight, but it's going to be slow and steady. And slowly, hopefully you can start to get out of the financial stress and start to see all that this career can do for you. 
as a hairstylist and you won't even have to think twice about needing or wanting a second job. Getting a I haven't washed my hair in legitimately 14 days. Oh. Yeah. My extension hair, some of it pops out and it looks like Barbie hair because it's like frayed on the end because it's so dry. Why is it been like I don't have to because I just don't feel like washing it because then I have to dry it. And I, it I don't have to. Thing. It's a whole thing. And yeah. I, my hair doesn't get oily. I have like. I'm the same. The world. Yes. It's, so it doesn't get oily. So the only yes. reason I literally wash my hair is to put oil, like moisture into it. Yeah.